My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Stronger Revolution. As the intro said, I'm Matthew Becker. Here on another episode by myself, Adam Cronbush. We'll be back soon. Today's topic was more or less decided upon last week when I received an email from a client with a particular question slash problem that I finally kind of developed more of an understanding for and felt like I had a more of a response in how to solve the problem that I had before, all of which revolves around my newfound interest in habit forming. This interest came from a book I've been reading called Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. It's one that I recommend. It kind of runs parallel to another habit forming book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Same basic concepts on how to form habits or actions that become regular positive uh, parts of our life. I've kind of teased that I was going to go down this route in recent episodes. And then, as I said, this email from last week from this particular client um, sort of made it, yeah, I liked my response to the email. I thought actually the response to the email was a good outline for an episode. And then just so happens that I was speaking with another client this morning and had a very similar conversation. So that also then sort of solidified my thought process and outline that I'm now going to use to start what I hope to be a series of a couple of episodes revolving around habits, what they are, how to form them, how to come over common issues that we see when we're trying to develop a new habit, um, and then ultimately setting out a guideline for, I want to start to do X, Um, this is going to become a new habit for me, and this is sort of like a, a systemized way to do it versus just saying, okay, I want to form a habit of flossing my teeth, so I'm just going to try to will myself on a nightly basis to floss my teeth, and that's gonna be my new habit. Chances are, it's not gonna work. Before we get started, We need to dive into a couple of definitions because on this podcast, I've talked a lot and whether by myself or with my co-host Adam about routines and how to formulate routines, whether it's an evening routine or a morning routine or a routine to carry out daily um, tasks in order to help reach goals, et cetera, et cetera, all sounds very familiar. Uh, But in this episode, I'm going to talk about habits. And one of the sort of issues that I've had when I've been reading this book, Tiny Habits, is this inner monologue of how are habits and routines different? So I turn to 
the Google, in order to try to figure this out. So how are habits and routines different? Well, for starters, according to Google, a habit is defined as a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Also, a habit is a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. Okay, I love it when I try to define one thing with the definition of it and the other thing. A routine, according to Google, is defined as a sequence of actions regularly followed, a fixed program. So this is the way that I'm going to distinguish and define habits from routine. Habits are, well, let me just start and, and talk about it singularly. A habit is a particular action that you take that is prompted by something else. A routine is a series of actions that you take. A routine could be made up of a series of habits. They're just put together in subsequent order so as to form a routine. A morning routine is not necessarily one thing that you do. A morning routine is most likely comprised of a series of habits that you do, regular actions that you do on a daily basis that we put together form a morning routine. So in past episodes, we've been talking about how to formulate routines, which is a series of regular actions done in order to reach a particular goal or complete a particular task or whatever it is. Today, we're going to talk about habits, which is one single action that is done almost subconsciously on a regular basis and is typically prompted by something. Now, if you want to email me and you would like to get into a discussion about, well, aren't routines technically prompted by something? Isn't a morning routine technically prompted by the fact that your alarm goes off in the morning and you're woken up and therefore prompted to proceed into a series of actions? Fine. All right, we can have that discussion. I'm just talking about the definition for the purposes of this episode. So, a habit. We're talking about something that's prompted. In the book, Tiny Habits, B.J. Fogg talks about habits by defining them as behavior modification. You have a particular behavior that you want to do. You have to modify what you currently do in order to include that behavior. He commonly uses the same example that I used earlier, which is flossing teeth. A common example in his book is how to develop a habit to floss his teeth. He also uses one that's commonly known as um, just how to develop a habit of doing push-ups on a daily basis. So he lays out this equation, which would be far easier if I could show you on the whiteboard standing behind me what this equation looks like, but it's essentially B equals M-A-P. B is in boy equals M is in Matt, A is in apple, P is in Paul. What that means is a particular behavior equals motivation, action, and a prompt, also known as BMAP. So a behavior that you want to partake in, first, you must have the motivation to do it. Second, you must be prompted to do it. And then third, there's an action that actually takes place that then forms the behavior. So for example, you want to floss your teeth. That's the habit that you're trying to formulate. First, you have to have the motivation in order to uh, want to floss your teeth. Second, 
you have to have some kind of prompt to remind you or to stir you on to floss your teeth. And then third, you have to take the actions necessary in order to floss your teeth. So when you break it down into these very small or this, this very small equation, it seems very easy. The way that James Clear talks about it in his Atomic Habits is to have a, a reminder, a reaction, and a reward, or a reminder, a response, and a reward. So you have a reminder that to do something, you have the response or the reaction, which is the action that you're taking in order to do it, and then BJ Fogg kind of gets into celebration as a setting of how to, to continuously instill a habit. James Clear puts it in the actual formula of the reward or the celebration is then what you get in response to actually uh, carrying out the action. Uh, we'll get into that all in a subsequent episode. But the way that this came up for me and the way that I really wanted to dive into it today in this episode is when we look at a particular habit, a roadblock that I often come up with for, from my clients is one of two things. Well, it ends up being one of two things, but it's often defined as, I know I should do this, I just don't have the motivation to do it. So if we look at that BMAP equation, behavior equals motivation, action, and prompt, one of the key elements to that is motivation. Everybody knows what the action is. More often than not, I've helped them formulate some sort of prompt in order to do it. So it's the motivation that's typically lacking. So for example, in this email that I got from this client last week, we're trying to get him while we're currently uh, still in COVID-19 land to start to work out at home. He knows he's supposed to work out at home. He knows what it is that he's supposed to do. He knows how to do it. But what often becomes the issue is when it becomes time for him to work out, he just doesn't have the motivation to do it. And he finds that he would rather just sit on the couch and do nothing. So he sends me this in the email with this issue. Now, as a good coach, I have to figure out a way to solve this motivation problem. So if we look at BJ Fogg's analysis of motivation, we can pare it down into often two things that impact our motivation. And these two things are running off the assumption that we do indeed want to do something. Well, actually, I can't say that. It goes off the assumption that we think we want to do something. So again, let's look at flossing teeth, as is typically the, the example again from the book. You think you want to floss your teeth, yet you can just never come up with either the reminder or the motivation to do it. You stand there at the sink, you brush your teeth, and you get really tired, and you just want to go to bed, and you don't have the motivation to stand there longer to floss your teeth. So somebody comes to me and says, I can't get motivated to do it. When motivation is the issue, then oftentimes there's one of two things that is impacting motivation. One, you really don't want to do it. Or two, the action in which you are trying to carry out seems so burdensome that you just can't get over what's called the action threshold through motivation in order to actually carry out the action. All right, so let me give you another example. This was the one I actually used earlier today with another client. 
Let's say a client comes to me and says, I want to start doing 100 push-ups a day. Great, okay, pretty simple goal. Um, I mean, unless, like this client, you're currently doing none. So this client essentially wants to develop a habit of doing 100 push-ups a day, starting from doing absolutely zero push-ups in a day. If I tell this client, okay, tomorrow, you're gonna start doing 100 push-ups a day, I can almost guarantee that by Friday, and today is Tuesday, by Friday, my client will not be doing 100 push-ups a day, and I'll get an email from her saying, I'm just not motivated to do it. Why? Because we went zero to literally 100, right? You can't move that fast when you're trying to develop a habit. You have to break it down in something that's less daunting. For the author of Tiny Habits, flossing his teeth just seemed like too much for whatever reason that it was just, oh, I don't want to take the time to floss all of my teeth. So what do you do? In order to do this, assuming that you do actually want to do it. So problem number one with motivation is you just really don't want to do it. So let's assume for a second you do really want to do it so we can get over that hurdle for a moment. Next, the action in which you're trying to take just seems too burdensome. So what do you do? You pare down the action so far that you have absolutely no excuse not to do it. Wait, you have absolutely no excuse, yeah, to not do the action. In BJ Fogg's instance, the author of the book, in order to floss his teeth, he figured that flossing one tooth was easy enough. It was so easy that he would have absolutely no excuse on a nightly basis not to floss one tooth. So that's where he started. When I was talking with my client last week about whether or not he could get motivated enough in order to work out at home, it just happened to deal with push-ups, I wrote back and said, after this big explanation of why I was coming down to this of, do you think you can do five push-ups a day? Is that so low threshold that the line of action is so easy to overcome that it's almost impossible for you not to do it? And if so, that's the tiny habit. That is where you start. And then you grow beyond that. If you want to do 100 push-ups a day, you don't start by doing 100 push-ups a day. You start by doing so low a number of push-ups that you can't possibly not do it. One push-up tomorrow, five push-ups tomorrow, 10 push-ups tomorrow. And then when that becomes the habit, you automatically are going to increase the number of push-ups that you do. Fitness is easy because you always have to do more in order to continue to progress. So fitness is very easy. But if we look at something else, Let's look, at, let's look at just the habit of going to the gym. We can take care of the prompt. The prompt is tomorrow at 4 o'clock p.m., your phone alarm is going to go off that says, go to the gym. There's your prompt. The action is you getting off the couch, getting dressed, going out, starting the car, getting in the car, driving to the gym, and working out. There's your action yet I'm likely going to get an email that says, I just can't get motivated to get off the couch. Why? Either one, you really don't wanna work out, and if that's the case, fine. All right, just admit that to yourself and move on to something else. Or two, 
the action of getting off the couch, putting on your workout clothes, getting your stuff together, getting in the car, driving a half hour to the gym, working out, it just seems like too much and that's okay. So what are you going to do tomorrow? Your alarm's gonna go off at four o'clock, you're going to get off the couch. Do you think you can do that? If so, great. Get off the couch, walk around your house, come back, sit down, don't do anything else. The next day, the alarm goes off at four o'clock that says go to the gym, get up and get off the couch, walk around the house, come back, sit down. Do this until it seems like it's a habit. Next, you're gonna get off the couch. The, or sorry, the alarm's gonna go off at four o'clock. It's gonna say go to the gym. You're gonna get off the couch. You're gonna walk back into your room. You're gonna put your workout clothes on. You're gonna walk back out. You're gonna sit back down on the couch. Is that easy enough for you to do? And you just keep building on this. If it's too much of a, a big deal for you to actually get to the gym, then take every small step in the process to get to the gym. And we can break this down for any kind of habit that you want to form. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to figure out what the habit is that you want to form. Then figure out that it is something that you actually want to do, right? Because if not, you're just never going to become motivated to do it. I can tell you a million different ways to do something. I can put a million different prompts into your day. I could put a million different texts and emails and everything else from me to be accountable for you to actually perform the action. If it's not something that you want to do, you're just not going to do it. So first establish that it is something that you want to do. From there, look at all of the different actions that have to take place in order for you to carry out this habit or form this habit. Or I should say, all the different things that you need to do in order to sort of reach the goal that is a result of this habit, okay? From there, figure out which one of those various different actions you want to start with. And if it still seems like too much, pare it down to where it's just so easy that you can't possibly not do it. Start there. You will automatically build, trust me. You will automatically build from there. And before you know it, that full habit that you wanted to start a couple of weeks ago just happens automatically. We'll be back to talk more about, or at least I will be back to talk more about habits um, because there's a lot that builds on to this. What are the actions? What are the various different prompts? How can we put prompts together? How can we form one habit off of the last habit using the last habit as a prompt for the new habit? All right, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. Um, so it's a lot of different topics. It's a lot of interesting stuff. If you got any questions about it, let me know. Let's end with a quote. This quote is from Sean Covey. I recognize the name Sean Covey. No, I didn't bother looking up who it is. Um, I think I'm getting him confused though with the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey. Yes, I am. Anyway, according to Sean Covey, depending on what they are, our habits will either make us or break us. We become what we repeatedly do, end quote. Guys, I will talk with you very soon. As always, thank you for listening.